with the mania that's hit the street with a brand new beat. Come with us. Come and remember the magic. What's up, all you rad dudes and dudettes? Welcome back to 90s Disney, your podcast about all things Disney in the 90s. I'm your host, AJ Minotti. Bringing in the energy with my brothers, Mike Minotti. And Chris Minotti. Mame. It's way too late. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's 11.59. That's exactly, uh, that's, that's perfect. That's the Minotti hour right there. I told, <laughs> you, I, I told you we start recording on Tuesday night. <laughs> we just said it. <laughs> we just said it. I just woke up from Mike's couch. Yeah, Chris didn't quite make it through the admittedly long five-parter yeah, introduction. Of Chip and Dale. Yeah. Why'd we watch that, Mike? It's important because this is our Chip and Dale Rescue Ranger episode, which I'm very excited about. This is our first uh, TV episode, right? First TV, first Disney afternoon, which is important. <laughs> there will be more. <laughs> but this is this is some exciting stuff, so I guess if you guys are ready, uh, I'm, I'm taking the helm today. I'm, I'm piloting the Ranger plane. Indeed. We're, nothing's going to break. It's going to be great. Here's hoping, yes. Yeah. Alright, so um, this actually takes us back to March 4th, 1989. Hey. Even earlier. Now, hey. look, look, when did you watch Rescue yeah, Rangers? watched it in the 90s. <laughs> you know? That was when it was yeah. omnipresent. But yes, in development in the 80s and technically debuted in the 80s. And um, around March 4th, 1989, the uh, top film is Lean On Me. Don't know that. Know when you're not strong. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's related. Not related. Well, lean on me. I think it's. I think it's more. It's like Morgan Freeman teaching like inner city school kids. So it's like when, you always see it lampooned now. Like oh, you know the South Park episode. How do I get through to these kids? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those. How do I get through these kids? The top song is "Lost in Your Eyes" by Debbie Gibson. Don't know that either. Yeah, we, no. we do not know our pop culture of no. the of the late well, It's the eighties. Yeah, we're out of our element. Now, did you do you? Remember the great geomagnetic storm of March 13th? Oh, yes. When I was five years old, <laughs> younger than my kids are now, I remember <laughs> what I felt that day. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's let's get a little background here. And it's kind of important to remember that for a very long time, Disney was not involved in the TV animation game at all, which is weird, right? Like, you think about, like, the 60s and 70s with people like Hanna-Barbera, and then in the 80s, you have, like, the G.I. Joes and the Transformers. That was not really something that Disney entered until kind of the Eisner era started. Yeah, they, it, they, they belonged in the theater. Yeah, so... Well, at, at this point, too, how old was the Disney Channel? Relatively new, so that's part of it. Is that like launched content. in 1983. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, that's part of it. you got to get content for that. You know, as great as those Master cre- size wasn't enough. As, as great as that in <laughs> the creepy live act like live live action Winnie the Pooh and Dumbo shows hey, where Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. around Pooh Corner. Oh yeah. Oh. So, Good so, show. so 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 like uh the TV animation has started and they, they, they have some not so great successes with like the Wuzzles and stuff like that. Gummy Bears is like the first really big hit though. And you know why? 
because they went hard on the theme song. Well, yes. <laughs> who still? Who doesn't know that song? Right. Yeah, they're dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly. Well. Stories to share all through the forest. They sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. I'm talking about like the freaks. Yeah. I like yeah. Gummy bears is Holy also money. very good. And what's you know what's cool about the gummy bears is that obviously it's not as good as like seeing a Disney feature animated film, but the quality is still a pretty good. It's right. charming. It's fun, and it like it ha- it very much has that Disney style. Yeah, well, we'll get into that a little more why that is, but mm-hmm. yeah. So one of the key the key person here is really Tad Stone, and he's going to eventually become one of the creators and producers for Rescue Rangers along with a man named um, Alan uh, Saslov. Now, Saslov is like a TV animation vet. He worked on the first album, The Chipmunk Show, which is just called The Alvin Show, which I actually saw because it used to be on Wienerville. Like, that was one of the old cartoons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah. because they just got the rights to random old cartoons, like the the, the kid who would just speak in sounds. The show with Boney? Yeah, with Boney. And they would would show The Alvin Show as one of them. He also worked on Charlie Brown Christmas and George of the Jungle. So, again, he was just like, he's been all around TV animation. So that's, I think that's why Disney brought him in. Uh, but Tad, he started in feature animation. He actually worked on animating a scene for the Rescuers, which is an interesting tie-in kind of yes. here. Right. But he would become involved with the TV animation department once, once that got involved. So and Tad and Alan kind of started working together when they were in charge of the third season of the Gummy Bears. Uh, so shortly after that, DuckTales is kind of next, and that becomes a really big hit. Mm-hmm. And once that comes, it's like, okay, yeah, we're going to we, we wanna do more cartoons. So pretty close together, three of these are, are put into production. Tailspin, uh-huh. Double O Duck, which uh-huh. will eventually become Darkwing Duck. And uh-huh. uh, but, but even before those, though, Rescue Rangers. Nice. This is originally supposed to be a cartoon based on the Rescuers, which kind of makes sense because it's a cartoon about a bunch of rodents. Saving the day. Saving the day. I mean, Rescue Rangers, Rescuers, it's not that far off, right? Right. Yeah. And the original idea was like, yeah, Bianca and Bernard from the Rescuers are going to be here. And it's kind of weird because, like, you're, you're trying to find out why that wasn't done. Like, one of the reasons is because Rescuers Down Under went into production kind of around then. Because that's, like, a early 90s movie. I think, like, 90 or 91. So, and they're like, oh, well, come on. Those are those guys are already spoken for. Which is weird because, like, today it would be all synergy, right? Yeah, right. Like, that'd absolutely. Be, that's great. Now yeah, it's like TV show to go to their movie, of now course. Like, we can't double dip into the Rescuers. Now. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of kept the rescuer's idea, but they retooled the show with different characters. And at that point, they already had Gadget. Uh, and they had Monterey Jack, although though he had a different name. There was kind of these different side characters, like a cricket who apparently loved baseball, a chameleon, and a far-sighted eagle. And the main character at this point was named Kit Colby, and he was this kind of Indiana Jones-esque mouse. And as you can see, like most of the people are mice. Again, just like the rescuers. So Tad and Alan, they pitched this to a bunch of Disney executives, which includes Michael Eisner. And, you know, you know, they like the idea, but they don't think it's quite a home run yet. And then Tad, like, kind of thinking, like, well, you know, one reason why DuckTales is great, because it's kind of based off these characters we know, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So who can we use? Well, Chip and Dale are little rodents. Let's use them. And then Eisner's like, oh, yeah, okay, yes, go. So here's a, here's a little bit of quick history on Chip and Dale. They made their uh, first kind of prototype appearance in 1943's Private Pluto, and their official, <clears throat> excuse me, debut was 1947's Chip and Dale. 
Uh, they were in all kinds of shorts, mostly as a comedic foil to Pluto, Donald, sometimes Mickey. Uh, Which are typically the best shorts. Right. Like, with Donald. And Donald Chippendale shorts. My yeah. kids love but them. But the best, day, the best, love the best one is the one with the Christmas tree with Pluto and Mickey. Yes, that's a good one. That's yeah, a very good I love one. love that one. And then the one, no, the best one is with Donald's scale, like little train set neighborhood. Yes. And at first he's upset. He's like, oh, they're a perfect scale. This yeah. is great. And that one actually has a happy ending. I'm like, a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, they appeared in 23 shorts until 1956, then kind of just went away. Well, because shorts were done time. at that point, right. really. And like I said, Disney didn't get involved with TV animation, so like, what else are you going to do with these guys? And like, you know, they showed up in like Mickey's Christmas Carol's background characters at some point. Right, like they still popped up, but they, yeah. they weren't prominent in any Right, yeah. right, exactly. It wasn't a huge thing. But, you know, the, the, the formation here is kind of interesting because... And I got some of this from an interview that Tad Stone did on Animation World Network, and I'll, I'll share that link on Twitter at some point here. But Tad is pretty clear, too. You know, a lot of people like to kind of crap on Mike Weiser now. But, like, you know, he was he was all about this early Disney afternoon stuff. He was very influential in it. He was really a supporter of it. And he was involved creatively, right? Like, he was mm-hmm. the one who pushed them to kind of think about this Chippendale angle for the show. Penny's very excited. My yes. <laughs> so, so now they, they kind of have the formation set here. So the show goes in production. Now, the show debuts on the Disney Channel on March 4th, 1989 with the episode Pirate Sea Under the Seas. And you guys know this episode. I think it was on one of our VHS sets. It's where they meet mm-hmm. the pirates. It's it's all over the opening montage. It's the, you know, Dale gets kicked through the, the bird skeleton in the cage. Yeah, the, Monterey the, the Jack plank. pretends he pretends to be the old captain. Mm-hmm. They have the old cabin boy who comes out and then, you know, he had a big leg. The other one. <laughs> Captain, it's you! That's from memory. Wow. Thank you. Very nice ass guy. Very impressed. You guys are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a lot nuts. of Chippendale as a kid, to be clear. And then, so that September, a two-hour movie special comes out called, uh, uh, it's called uh, Rangers to the Rescue. This is kind of like the pilot. It's like the origin story. Uh, they did the same thing for DuckTales. Uh, I saw the DuckTales one a few years ago. It's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like five episodes. Well, it started just a two movie then they turn it into five episodes mm-hmm. later it's just a glorious three hour finale <laughs> and the interesting thing is like production wise once they split it up it's suddenly part of season two which is if you like which is interesting so if you go to disney plus and you're looking for like kind of like what you should watch first you have to kind of go into season two mm-hmm. for this five parter i mean all the the, the the ordering of these shows gets wonky because so much of it is but they, they were just made to be syndicated like right well, that's, it, so as, crank them out. aside from this five parter there's no continuity. Right. And that's how cartoons were then, really. Like, today, even, like, the kids' cartoons have, like, a decent you have amount. To watch, you have to watch the new DuckTales in order to know right. what's going on. There's a decent amount of continuity, and that was, like, not a thing with this show. Everything is very self-contained. There's no major character, like, changes or growth, really, because like, there's not an episode where Chip is suddenly dating Gadget. Right. Because, like, they know that these things are being syndicated out of order or just kind of wherever... And whenever. And there's no, like, proper series finale either. We can kind of... Uh, yeah, and all we watched them in was syndication. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, the, the weird thing, too, is that actually before even all of this, there was a preview episode that aired on August 27, 1988. This is... is not included. This is the first episode they made. This is the one, like, if you know, like, the the, the kind of big cat robots, if you... They're, 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 they're like they're the bulldog robots. Bulldog they're, robots. They're like a little cat puppet thing. Yeah, and yeah. So that's this episode, and 
I don't know why this isn't the premiere if they just showed an episode, but this this technically is not the premiere. The 89 one is, even though an what? episode was showed in 88. And this was done on the Disney Channel, this episode? I believe so, yeah. Hmm. So, well, all this, yeah, so this is all, which is weird, because you would almost think, like, that'd be the point, right? To make these shows, is to get content for the Disney Channel. But, uh, but not really. The show goes into syndication very quickly. So, you know, I talked about how on March 1989, you had the pilot. September that year is when it goes into syndication. Uh, and the entire like production of this show is very quick. There's technically three seasons, but it's all made almost like continuous. Like season one. Seasons is, are almost like a. Right. Yeah. Like season one is 13 episodes. And that's kind of like the we'll make these for sure. Season two is 47. So that's the bulk of it. And like season three is five episodes. I don't even know what makes that a separate season so much. Like it, you even look, there's like a few months bet- like break between the production of them. Mm-hmm. So 65 episodes total. So once it goes into syndication, they they kind of have this, you know, it's, they're smart about it. They have it follow DuckTales in a block. So you now have this one hour block of like the big proven show DuckTales. And right after that is a very similar show in Chippendale Rescue Rangers, right? Like there's nobody who likes DuckTales and hates the Rescue Rangers. Right. right? They flow very nicely. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, um, Tailspin comes out. And there's this like little brief period where it's a three cartoon block with those like DuckTales. Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Then very shortly after that is when you get the Disney Afternoon. And the Disney Afternoon starts on September 10th, 1990. And this is a two-hour block that starts basically right when kids get home from school and before dinner starts, right? It's like perfect. (laughs) Oh, I remember quite well. Because I remember... I never, you'd always catch the end of gummy bears for me, the way I got home from school as a kid. So I never saw like, like a full episode of gummy bears as a kid. Never saw like an entire one unless it was like a snow day. Yeah. But then, yeah, it went right into, you know, the rest of the, of the block every day for, you know, however long Disney afternoon. Quite a while. I mean, because, because they were pretty smart about it. So when it started in 1990, it went gummy bears, which, you know, was, that show was done. But it was still popular, and there's a ton of episodes yeah. of it. So put that indicated. Yeah. Yeah. Ducktales, which again, if not done, pretty much done at this point. And Rescue Rangers was, just, which is kind of in the middle of its run. And then Tailspin was the last one. It was brand spanking new. It's just hard to imagine, like, because you don't have any concept of this when you're a kid. Like, we're watching Tailspin, especially you guys, because you're a little younger than me. It was done. Like, there weren't new episodes, right? But you didn't see them all. Yeah. So like, it may as well have been. It didn't matter. They mm-hmm. just kept playing them. Oh like, yeah, we had no idea. <laughs> And the thing they would do here, and if you even thought before that, like, 65 episodes doesn't seem like that much to start syndicating a cartoon. It almost wasn't, like, Rescue Rangers that had to be syndicated as much as this block did. Mm -hmm. So what they would do, like, every year there would be a new one, and it would come in and it would replace... The old one. So, like the very, I think the very first one that came in that was new was was Goof Troop. So, like in ni- like nineteen ninety one, no more gummy bears. Now it's Ducktales, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Goof Troop, and so on and so forth. So, Rescue Rangers is a part of this block until in nineteen ninety three, it's the oldest one, and it gets replaced with Bonkers. Boo. A bit of a downgrade. Boo. Bonkers, Bonkers is fine. Bonkers is okay. This is when we switch to uh, Stick Stickly. <laughs> <laughs> Bonkers has its own interesting production history. Yes, what a weird show that. Yeah, was. that's well, right. That, that was supposed to be Roger Rabbit, right? Well, it's it's no, very clearly no, inspired by it. That's, but. that's what everyone says, but it's not actually oh, as cut okay. and dry as that. The, most, the weirdest thing about Bonkers is remember how 
he has the the fat guy partner, and then Lucky Pacquiao. Yeah, and then yeah. after like other episode where he g- leaves with like the horn and fall apart, and then he, all of a sudden he has like that hot blonde partner. That's because the blonde partner episodes were made first, and they weren't. They made like a bunch of them. They're like, we don't like this. We need to retool this. So then they made the ones with the the new partner and fall apart and all that stuff. They're like, this is good. We still want to air those old ones. So let's have this awkward thing. And it's weird because it's like this sort of finale, right? Where like, you get like some closure. And with they like, literally put all the characters who weren't in those episodes they made earlier in a car and have them and drive away. Just drive off. <laughs> and they're like, okay, now we can air these old ones now. So but bonkers is what's uh, that Simpsons? Uh, it's Poochie. It's Poochie. Yeah. A bunch of Poochies. It's a bunch of Poochies. Well, it's it's, it's weird. Like, well, it's like reverse Poochie. It's yeah. Very strange. It's, it's if you watch that episode and then watch the following, you're like, huh? They 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 really got away with this, didn't they? Anyway, that's our bonkers tangent for now. All right. So the so Rescue Rangers was was on TV basically a lot from like 1990 to 1993. That's when we saw it a bunch, which is weird. I feel like I watched it like my whole life. Well, th- yeah, right? Like I, mean, I was only, I was born in '88. I feel like that was yeah much later. I mean, than so shortly after that, it starts. It's like on reruns on the Disney Channel and stuff. Like it's still being syndicated. Yeah, yeah. we watched it. But in yeah, terms of but this is when we watched it the most. To be honest, I mean, three years was a big chunk of your life back in the day. Yeah, I guess like when you're 36, three years is like nothing. But when you're you know seven, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. half a lifetime. <laughs> it's a different thing. So let's talk a bit about the, the cast of the Rescue Rangers. So we have Chip. He's the leader. He's kind of have, has a bit of an Indiana Jones vibe. Uh, Boy, do you remember how many years old you were when everyone pointed out to you that Chip was Indiana Jones and Dale was uh, Magnum P.I.? Yeah, yeah, right. What? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, look, I never watched that much Magnum P.I., so I had to take the right. word for it. But, <laughs> but obviously Chip was kind of taking a lot of the characteristics of that original Kit Colby character. Just kind of, he's Chip now. He's a chipmunk instead of being a mouse. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. But he's like the more serious one, uh, especially compared to Dale. And um, he's voiced by Tress McNeil. Uh, and the chipmunk voices, like, you know, they sound like how they did in the old shorts, but they're easier to understand. You can, They enunciate more. Yeah, they, it's not quite as gibberishy, Right. And I think it's still being, like, sped up and all that right. stuff. But it's not, it's not, like, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, Dale, meanwhile, is more comic relief. Like you said, he's got the Hawaiian shirt. He's inspired by Magnum P.I. He's kind of lazier and sillier. One of the things that they keep from the cartoon is the way Chip and Dale argue with each other and bonk each other on the head. And that's when they kind of do speed it up when they're fighting with each other. Right, right. He's voiced by uh, Corey Burton, who is involved in this show quite a bit. Now you have Gadget Hackwrench. She's a mechanical genius. Uh, Chip and Dale both have a crush on her, as apparently does everybody else in the world. Yes, <laughs> everyone who grew up with this show just apparently had a crush on Gadget, it turns out. Not me! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you guys know about the Russia cult? The what now? Oh, there's a cult in Russia, an actual cult. Not a joke. Who uh, they love Gadget a lot. Oh, oh dear. they hope oh, they can my. bring her back. Back? She never left. Oh, uh, they're she's good somewhere. They're gonna make her real or something. It's it's look into that if you want to. Oh boy, but there's <laughs> use an incognito mode and duck duck yeah. go for that one first. <laughs> yeah, but you can look up the Gadget Hack Wrench Russia cult. Okay. <laughs> yeah, something about something about Gadget, man. <laughs> Uh, anyways, also there's Moderate Jack. He loves cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of mess. Rat, actually. Rat, yeah, rat. yeah, so, and he, it's interesting because he has a voice actor change, but you could barely tell. Yeah. It's Peter Cullen in episode one and then Jim Cummings in seasons two and three. That just shows how great Jim I think Cummings is. I think it was partway through season two. Really? Well, yeah. Because, like, you can't, you, I even listen, like, there's a website that just specializes in, like, 
different voice actors doing the same character, you can play them back to back. Oh, that's neat. There's that's not neat. much of it. You can right. tell, but I, like as a kid, I never knew. It's not like I remember when Rocket Power changed like the voice of some of their characters. I was like, what? This is this is bullcrap. I don't like to show anyone. <laughs> you know, right. Like here. Oh, we didn't mention Gadget. It was also voiced by Tress McNeil. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. So the same voice as Chip. Uh, and then you have Zipper, and he's a fly. <laughs> and uh, also he's voiced adorable. by Corey Burton. I love Zipper. He is cute. I forgot how cute he was until I was watching this again. Right. Then there's also there's there's not quite as much of a rogues gallery as there is with say Ducktales or, or Darkwing Duck. Yeah, a couple of recurring guys and you have two some one offs that would come and go. Yeah, you have two who are there a lot. Fat Cat is is the main one. He's this big fat, obviously gray tabby cat. He's owned by a criminal underlord who's a big part of that like five parter series mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of the origin. He's voiced by Jim Cummings. Then you have Professor Norton Nimnol. He's a mad scientist, also voiced by Jim Cummings. So that's the kind of thing I like about this show. It's a lot of the same voice actors. I almost, I think that's why they they, they had Jim Cummings just do Monterey Jack because they already had a smaller cast and you had one guy just doing one voice. Like, yeah, let's just have Jim. Well, Cummings no, because Peter Cullen was also one of Fat Cat's uh, cronies. Oh, one, those guys have great voices. Yeah, they do. It's the cat, the mole, and the lizard. So were a lot of shows like this on the Disney Afternoon only a couple. Of voice well, just think about really? how many shows Jim Cummings is a part of, right? Yeah, but sure. it gives the show that kind of like weird ensemble feeling, mm-hmm. like you're going to like a repertoire theater and it's like the same five actors doing a dozen I mean, plays. Even a lot of the background actors are a lot of the same guys. Like, who's that? Rob Paulson. Well, Rob Paulson. In the, in the first episode of, of the five-parter, he's both the cop and the bad guy being chased by the cop. Right. And the dog? Yes, he always the French dog who's, it's just his Antoine voice from Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. And then I was I was watching episode two and he showed up in there a couple times. Like, yeah, that's obviously, it's yeah. one thing where you watch all these cartoons, you start recognizing voices. But uh, I guess we could talk about some notable episodes. And I, we should start with that five-parter because we just watched it uh, all the way through. And that was, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a perfect origin story because everyone gets their moment to shine. You actually have, like, an episode that, like, for almost an episode and a half, it's just Chip and Dale. Right. Like, you have, then you, sl- you introduce Monterey Jack and Zipper. Then you introduce Gadget. You introduce both of the two main villains of Professor Nimnol and Fat Cat. Well, and they do a very smart thing. Oh, Professor Nimnol, I forgot to say, is actually modeled after one of the people who worked on the Oh, yes. Uh, the, he is... He does look like Is him. Disney writer Bruce Talkington, and we'll share this photo because, I mean, it's... Have you seen this, Chris? <laughs> no. Oh, my. <laughs> it's, it's pretty striking how it's much awesome. he really does look like that. It's great. But anyway, what I, what I think is smart about this, like, obviously, you, well, maybe not. It's hard to say now because they're so big, but you, you kind of knew who Chip and Dale were, so you had, like, a base there. So you meet Monterey Jack and Zipper, and... Right away, their house is destroyed, so you feel bad for them. Then you meet Gadget, who her like, dad's her dad. dad's dad. Classic. She's sympathy. like clearly socially awkward. Like they do a very good job of quickly endearing these characters mm. to you. At, you know, yeah, just, they just set from up a lot. writing standpoint. Yeah, the creation of the of the ranger plane, which is so cool. Which was like there must have been a toy of that. But in general, one of the big like kind of not I don't know if it was a mandate or just a philosophy or what. There were not a lot of toys on any of these shows. Whereas like yeah. like uh, that's the thing. That's the big kind of criticism of a lot of the eighties cartoons 
cartoon shows like Thundercats, Transformers, G.I. Joe. They're basically glorified toy commercials, right? right? Even Turtles, pretty to a pretty large oh, extent. Yeah. That's not really true of any of the, the Disney That's true, shows. I would have had a Ranger plane if it right. was yeah. there were a zipper plush or there, something. There were yeah. some things, but there weren't like a lot. You wouldn't like really see Darkwing Duck action figures, and maybe yeah. it would be one. Again, not not like the way you saw Turtles and Ghostbusters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Right, like that wasn't really the the point for them was more than anything just kind of get established to TV, I guess. Mm-hmm. The only thing we had was the Chippendale in the outfit uh, little plush dolls, dolls plush that dolls. we got those at Disney World, and kind and, of a bit after the fact. And we, I recently found my chip. Oh my god, it's so great! That storage unit where you can you can even take their, the clothes off, the hat off. Now, do you remember exactly which store we got those in? Oh man, because I'm pretty sure it was not. the Grand Floridian gift shop right oh, next to the monorail yeah. station. Sounds right. I think that's where we got. That was those. our go-to shop. That was great. I love that place. But yeah, I loved those dolls. Those things were amazing for for a really long time. But yeah, I, the fight parter I thought was fun. It is good to have this kind of like start. It's basically a movie, and it originally aired as a movie. That's cool, right? So it was just a two-hour movie. Which it's funny because it does have like the clear to be continued points right. spaced out where they need to be. Right. The whole time I was looking forward to Chip getting his hat and all of a sudden he just, just kind of I feel like we looked away for a second then he had Maybe it he we're it laughing at something <laughs> right I mean it's good because like again it's like you're impressed how good the animation is for TV but also it's like there are continuity errors like one point Dale was saying Chip's words and stuff and like I that I feel like that happens a lot it still right. happens today in Nicky and Roadster Racers I've seen it twice it's <laughs> crazy yeah. crazy it's also a little outdated at moments with some of its stereotypes oh so yeah some of the uh, Chinese, <laughs> the Chinese laundry <laughs> wasn't there there's a whole episode of this show that apparently was so bad with the uh, Chinese stereotypes that they had to redub some yeah, of it's, it. it's the uh, uh, it's the serial oh, episode I'll, I'll give you the episode name in a second it's here. But the cereal. The cereal. It's more they shrink the cars so they look like toys. Puffed yeah. Rangers is Puffed the name Rangers. of the episode. Yeah, apparently, even in like 1991, they're like, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I got enough complaints somehow. A letter writing campaign, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it, if you're going to watch only five episodes of Rescue Rangers, I guess go watch these five. <laughs> right, because they're leading in. That's, that's the only one with continuity. Other notable episodes. There's an episode called Bearing Up Baby. And this is fun just because it actually includes uh, Humphrey the Bear from yeah, the classic never show. Never my name, but like that's the character design they ate for that one. So yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's very much that kind of vein of like... <laughs> You know, oh, it's a bear. Kill it. It's like, no, he's a nice bear. He's helping yeah. the kid. <laughs> then, uh, this Don't shoot it. It's a human. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> this, is, this, is all, this is the episode I think of most when I hear Chip and Dale is Dale beside himself. This is the one with the aliens, and they pretend to be Dale, and they love, uh, what are the food? What's the food? Earthburgles. Earthburgles. <laughs> oh, yeah. the favorite food. Wow. And in the beginning, they're like the rescue rangers are watching, like, Alien, basically, yeah, uh, yeah, that's the one. I, re- I think we must have had a VHS of it or something because I remember that one vividly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the case of the cola cult. This is a fun one. The Rangers find a group of mice who worship uh, cola. Come along, you belong. You know the song. Feel the fizz, the cuckoo cola. You know this. I know this song. This is the mic. Come along, you belong, feel the fears of Coca-Cola. It's battled in a 
I'm blown away that you remember that. By the way, the uh, the, the best animation I see in this series is uh, Fat Cat has a song in that five-parter like origin story. Oh, that, yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. that was really well animated. Piece of art. Shut up. But the case of the cold cult's fun because uh, the, the moral of the story is not so much that cults are bad, which is what you're expecting, but one guy takes advantage of the cult to steal things from people, and he's the bad guy. Right. Not the no, cult No, I mean, itself. that episode definitely did teach me, though, like, hmm, cult's probably not a good idea. It's probably some alternative. <laughs> Follow the money, or in this case, the sugar. <laughs> Ironically, it's a gadget episode, so the, the Russian cult probably loves this. Ah, ooh, but maybe they're missing the double meaning here. I don't know. Another episode I remember just because of my have had it in VHS because I feel like I've seen this episode a million times. It's Flash the Wonder Dog, which is basically Bolt. Yes, Dale loves a car, like a a, a a TV dog superhero, and then he meets them, and you know, hijinks ensue. Yes, yes, Bolt the Wonder Dog. But there's, a, I mean, there are other episodes I remember. Like there's the one with the kittens where they get scrubbed, and that's the first boss in the NES game. That's the thing that scrubs, and that's a Nimnol episode. Mm, right. My favorite was is called Risky Business, where the lady kidnaps the queen. Beast, she can take over a hive and she uses like rock and roll to control them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Be for me. I forget the right now. Hear me calling. Smell my pollen. Hear me calling. It will be falling in love. That's that's the guy's deep in the old ass. I did wrote, in there. wrote that ditty. He's listening and shedding a tear right <laughs> now. So happy. It's the episode where Gadget, that evil Gadget in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. yeah she was yeah. like a total jerk. Yeah. Made was, her do all like these weird royal like, yeah, tricks. You know, the classic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all, all sorts of good stuff. But uh, maybe the single best thing about Rescue Rangers is the theme song. Rescue Rangers. The best part is the opening. Those those four notes, very high impact. No, no, not those notes. Oh, Come on, with the lightning and the <laughs> ranger plane. Oh, my God. You're ready goodness. to go after that. And I am. I'm pumped. We're, we're, when I'm watching it on Disney+, Plus, like, whenever you watch a show, it's like, you click, click this button to skip the intro. And I'm like, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever decided that that should be an option for Rescue Rangers should be fired. I was saving this for now, but you didn't hear him. When we started part two, he was. He said, hit the button, and you didn't wow. hear him just because... <laughs> I was getting tired. Get out of here. You're done. Like I said, we need to record these during no. the day somehow. <laughs> you said that. He didn't hear you that he's talking about him. I was like, like I'm going to sit on this information. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can hear you just literally wow. going, oh, I didn't say anything. How dare you. <laughs> so the, re- the theme song is written by Mark Mueller. M- Mueller? Mueller. 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 He also wrote the DuckTales theme song, so that makes sense. God bless you, sir. <laughs> Not only that, but so the the theme song is sung by Jeff Pasquetto. Is it you think that's right, Pasquetto? That sounds right, Pasquetto, who also sang the DuckTales theme song and the Darkwing Duck theme song. God bless you, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. What a guy. So, um, so going back to to the writer, um, uh, Mueller. God, Mueller. Mueller. <laughs> He's had. Three. You ever heard that name yeah, in the news lately? I know. <laughs> Mueller's. <laughs> Did he write the report? <laughs> I guess sometimes that some age that may well have been a million years ago. The Mueller report? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is 2020, man. He, Mueller had three top 100 Billboard hits, like nothing that you would recognize. This Were is they the Ducktales theme song. They <laughs> should, I mean, they should be. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> now, so you, you may have heard an extended version of the Chippendale. They have, Lucia. or you mean every day. Right. And um, now, the reason, you might be wondering why this exists. And I used to think, like, well, they must have recorded this extended version, and they cut that into the opening because it was too long or something. That's not what happened. So in 1990, as a part of Disney Afternoon coming out, they released a Disney Afternoon album. It was, you know, kind of part of the synergy or the media rollout. I don't know. I say album, but, like, this is cassettes. So it's on a cassette. Oh, man. <laughs> like, I remember our, our one friend had the cassette we would listen to. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good stuff. So, in this had extended versions of basically all the songs that were out at that point. So, Chip and Dale, DuckTales, and uh, Tailspin. Uh, the Gummy Bears. Gummy Bears also. It even had some original songs, like, sung by the Tailspin, like, crew that I assumed were from episodes, but apparently not. Were just made for this album. Wow, oh, I need yeah. this. But this version, well, it's on Spotify. Oh, yeah, it's great. Sweet. Yeah. So this, but the version of the Chip and Doe uh, Rescue Rangers theme song on this album, that's the extended version, is actually performed by the Jets. So it's it's not done by Jeff Pasquetto. And uh, this version is an absolute banger. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, yeah, this a is a masterpiece. It has a sax solo. It has some breakdowns. It's got a background chorus. It has this kind of slow jam part about. Race guys, there's trouble. Bad guys are seeing double. It is very good. So this this is the best version of the song to listen to. But even even the kind of opening version, there are some differences. Like, and it's hard to tell exactly when the changes. But sometimes when you're watching this show, it's like a lot more heavy on the synth. Even like those opening notes, there's like there, there's like no horns. It's all synth. Mm -hmm. And eventually that kind of changes, and it's a bit more kind of horns blaring. The real big, like, big brassy sound, though, is from that uh, Disney Afternoon album. That's also why, like, there's not the longer version of, say, Darkwing Duck, right? Because that was after this album came out. Yeah, that's why I had a hard time finding a clean version to use for our outro music. Right, no, exactly. That's why, that's the great thing about this. Like, you now you had this, like, amazing version I can't. I couldn't believe that it wasn't the same artist. Even like in my mind. Yeah, like, the, the, the Jets do a pretty good job of covering uh, Jeff Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been listening to that song. So it's not even before this podcast. For the last three years, once it found out it was on Spotify, mm -hmm. I have listened. <laughs> it's been on your rotation. I have oh, to the chip and yeah, I have my Disney uh, playlist. It's in there. It is. It's just. It's just too good. I. Uh, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> But the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers actually did show up in the theme parks a bit, too. And uh, one of the big ways it showed up was in Mickey's Starland. And if you don't know, uh, so before the uh, new Fantasyland, which included the Dumbo Circus area, that was the Toontown Fair. Before that... It was Mickey's Starland. Now, before that, it was Mickey's Birthday Land. There you go. But we're talking yeah. about Starland right now. This and this perfect for the three of us. If there was one thing I could bring back, it yeah. might be Mickey's Starland. And this is the same time as, like, Disney Afternoon and all that stuff. This is very early 90s. And uh, Disney Afternoon was was a pretty big part of this. There were cardboard cut. We, we posted this picture before of us hanging out with a cardboard cutout of Baloo mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Tailspin. Uh, so, yeah, th that was a big part of this. And it was like, oh, you can meet Mickey. It was a lot of the same features that Toontown Fair would have. Like, mm -hmm. Mickey's house was there. It was a little different. But the big 
attraction here was the uh, Mickey's Starland show, which was really a Disney afternoon show. Oh, the how, how finest stage production okay. ever mounted in the history it of really humanity. is. We, we watched this not that long ago. Like, on, like somebody oh, had great. a camera, and it is incredible. Yeah, it's pitch perfect. There's, there's The host is named CJ, which it could be a guy or yeah, a girl. Good, good, uh, non-specific name there. There's a robot who raps. And oh, the, what's his name? It's uh, I can't remember the day right now. It's on now. the tip of my tongue, yeah. But the way he, like, introduces all the characters, I love it. And they, like, they have this kind of story, and, like, Mickey's involved. Mickey goes missing. And they invo- and they make it so that it involves, like, whatever the four Disney Afternoon shows, like, are at that time. So when it started, it was, you know, literally Gummy Bears, Rescue Rangers, DuckTales, and Tailspin. Actually, it wasn't Tails. I feel like it wasn't Tailspin. Like, the Tailspin just came out, and they just, they just did the Tailspin. It's kind of a non-sequitur bit. Yeah, but Tailspin actually replaced Gummy Bears, so maybe it wasn't one for one. Yeah. I feel like Darkwing was already there. Something else weird. Nah. Eh, well, anyway. Anyway. I only love that show. Not only, but my favorite thing about that show was how they acknowledged that, like, Launchpad was in DuckTales. Right. And Darkwing Duck. Because they had to, like, leave Darkwing to go pick up Mr. McD. And I was like, <laughs> yes, continuity. Now, were those characters, were they walk around characters in the parks often? Do you remember I seeing them? I don't remember seeing a lot th- of them. I think to me, that was the big appeal. Like, I don't like, remember. seeing, like, Darkwing Duck and right. the Bears. And Launch mm-hmm. Launchpad. Yeah. But, like, you know, so, like, the Chippendale's big role in this show is that eventually uh, Scrooge would get locked in his money vault and they would have to call the rescue rangers to help break him out. And then once... Did they choose dynamite? Yes. Oh, yeah. Not, it was not subtle. <laughs> dynamite was like always the answer to things right. in these shows. And then dynamite. Eventually, once Goo Troop was in, DuckTales was out. So then it became like Goofy had this really intense home security system. Same kind of thing. He gets locked inside his house and the, the rescue ranger should have come. And that was fun, too, because Max was outside. So it was like Max and the Chippendale like teamed up. Yeah. Well, even before that, it's great because it's Mickey who gets Chippendale to help Scrooge. So you have Mickey singing the Chippendale Rescue Rangers theme song with Chippendale, yeah, which is save Scrooge McDuck. Oh, it got me going. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, oh, my eight-year-old Mike was pretty excited. Yeah, eight-year-old Mike, his Ghiblies were off. They were good. <laughs> it was great stuff. So, so Chippendale are a part of this show until 1993 when they are replaced by Bonkers. Yeah, yeah. totally not. I don't remember even seeing the Bonkers. I remember it's very because he has the same role. He he, he used some dynamite to open he, the house. He's the one who lets Goofy out of his house now at this point. And again, like so, after that, the show's not on too much longer. Yeah. Shortly, not too long after that is when it becomes a. Uh, Mickey's Toontown Fair, and there's no more Mickey Starland show, but yeah, man. What a show. That was, I think, maybe the most nostalgic I ever felt was when we watched this show on YouTube, because, again, I mean, I love the Disney Afternoon. Yeah, and you remember that show. I you remember. Like, oh, yes. Every, I remember, like, how Tailspin's involvement was really not much more than them coming out and singing their song. Yes. But, but I liked but it you anyway. you stood up and did the Tailspin, Mike. So where in relation to now would that You know where, like, been? Pete's... Is that, or, um, is that where, the where, Yeah, the shop. Is the big top the shopper? It's called yeah. yeah, basically that space. Yeah, right around there is it. It's not too far from Dumbo, really. Yeah. yeah. Now, more weird to us because we did not go to Disneyland until the two thousands. <laughs> but in nineteen ninety one, uh, there was like this whole Disney Afternoon Avenue temporary land kind of that was put into Man, Disneyland. Did we miss out? And this, well, maybe not. <laughs> so, so this was put. This was basically everything from. 
that street kind of like leading down into it's a small world. So you have the the, the storybook canal boats and then all the way to where the Fantasyland Theater is now. It, mm-hmm. used, it was Videopolis. Mm-hmm. That stuff was this. It, like, it was basically everything there, but not uh, It's a Small World. And they took the Fantasyland Autotopia. Now, remember, there was a Fantasyland Autotopia and a Tomorrowland oh, that's right, yeah. Autotopia. And they took the Fantasyland one, and that became the Rescue Rangers Raceway. And the, the other weird stuff, like the, the storybook land canal boats was suddenly like the uh, Gummy Glen boat ride. Yeah, that's pretty with, good. With the cardboard cutout. But that's the thing. It's basically all cardboard cutouts. It. It, yeah, it was kind of cheap. Uh, one of the interesting things is like the entrance to Toontown and Disneyland now, that's just like where you went to go meet Baloo. Like, that's what that was that's at crazy. first. Huh. Right. So this basically lasted for, for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're wondering, like the it, be, it went back to being a Fantasyland Autopia. I think around 2000 is when they just merged them into right. one Autotopia. But uh, not too long after this is when you get uh, the actual Toontown in that kind of past that area. Like I said, the entrance is right next to Videopolis slash the Fantasyland Theater. It was where you met Baloo. That's the entrance to Toontown now. And Toontown, like, is kind of this weird combination of Toontown as it is in Roger Rabbit and a little bit of uh, Disney Afternoon because the, like, other signature attraction there is Gadget's Go Coaster, which opened in January 1993. And even at this point, like, the show has not been in production for a couple years. Yeah. That ride is still there. To this day. My God. We wrote it in November. Yes. For the first time. Yes. I loved it. Yes, because it is legit. Like, you're in the treehouse. There's, like, the Rescue Rangers logo on the wall. Gadget is doing the safety spiel. Like... And I it's mean, like I mean, kids, they had to be confused. They, sure. they don't know who Gadget is. No. The Russians, know. they don't. <laughs> the kids, not so much. But, I mean, it's fun because it's, it's kinetic. There's, like, a lot of these kind of, like, moving cartoons. Yeah, because it looks like, like, like Gadget does in the show. Like, like, it was built from junk that she found and just put together okay. this roller coaster. And it's just a fun kiddie coaster. But uh, I never did Barnstormer. What's better? This Barnstormer. Oh, this, Ga- this is by far better. Gadget Go Coaster rules. Man, yes. I need to do this now. I've never it was done it. There is that an we- incredible video of Mike and I on it, which. I will be sharing with you all. Uh, I don't do know if Mike was shared? genuinely afraid or if he was just being silly. I don't think we had been enjoying adult beverages. I feel that. like I was going to say I feel like we may not have been entirely sober, but I don't know how you could possibly get drunk and end up did in we, the far corner of Toontown. Did we come out of Ugas? Did we go straight there from? We Ugas? went from Ugas to. Oh, you know what? I think we had a fast pass for Roger Rabbit, so we drunkenly like stumbled over to Roger Rabbit, and then after that, we were just like, "Let's do gadgets, <laughs> no ghosts." That sounds about right. You know what? It would be hilarious. <laughs> it sounds like something we would do. Sure. It would be the lie. It was like us two, these very big, bald, hairy guys, and like a bunch of families and kids. And we were more excited about <laughs> anybody who's been like, on it that year. Like, hey, hey, but we actually watched this show. <laughs> you know, Gadget is Gadget Hack Wrench. Please don't talk to my son. <laughs> You're scaring me. Uh, um, also, there is actually. Like, this is an attraction in more than one Disneyland. Because they opened up uh, a Toontown in Tokyo Disneyland. And it also has a Gadgets Go coaster. And it is also still there. Wow, I didn't know that. I love it. I love it. Gadgets Go. Yeah. Everest, one park. Gadgets Go coaster, two. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm just saying. Those are the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I can't dispute that. (laughs) 
Oh, that's incredible. Not not too far from Gadget's Go Coaster also is like a Chippendale treehouse. It's not quite as overtly uh, uh, Rescue Rangers themed. It's right. also not that much fun. Like, you used to have a ball pit, and then the ball <laughs> yeah. pits became very unsanitary. Yeah, so. those anymore. They didn't right. become. They always were. Right. They just became <laughs> we an just, issue. We thought about it for a second. <laughs> right. Now, this is where I... I may have found my life's mission. Yes. <laughs> so we have vivid memories. Find out when vivid. find out when Chef Mickey's open in contemporary. Okay. So before Chef Mickey's was open in contemporary and they were building it, they still wanted to have a character dining restaurant there. So right around there on the uh, the Grand Canyon Concourse, they had a kind of pop-up character breakfast dinner, whatever, buffet. And the main characters were Chip and Dale in their Rescue Rangers outfits. And as far as I can remember, the restaurant was just called Disney Adventures. And they just used the same logo from that little magazine that they would sell to kids at grocery stores. And again, there wasn't that much theming. I think it may have reused some props from that Aladdin restaurant that was in MGM Studios well, for a little and bit. It was located uh-huh. where the two sto- where the store and the arcade are now it, in that see, area. Even, I thought you might be right. I have, I'm not. I'm not even entirely sure. I just remember it was on the Grand Canyon Concourse, and I remember at the time being like, "They're building the big new one." So yeah, I know that this isn't permanent. Like we knew it was temporary, and it was still fun because again, like I loved Rescue Rangers even at that point. Whenever this was, I feel like this is probably like '97 ish, maybe. Like, Rescue Rangers had not been a new thing for a while. I remember we were disappointed when we realized this wasn't going to last forever. But we must have gone at least a couple of times, I feel like. we liked it. And yet, there is nothing. Nothing. We got to have pictures of us. Yeah, there is nothing about this. How crazy that was. Chef Mickey's open December 22nd, 1995. So... 95 is probably the year this existed. I found this this article that was like literally about the contemporary in the 90s. And this thing was extensive and it made no mention. We can't be crazy. I know this existed. Yeah, it was there because, again, it was Chip and Dale in their Rescue Ranger outfits. And it was like, that's so cool. Like, you got pictures with them. You could you we had do to, uh, that. That was so crazy about getting pictures of every single character. We've we, we been saying we need to finally go raid Dad's storage because he has all of our pictures locked away in a vault somewhere. <laughs> like we need so, to just finally get out and digitize. Yeah, so yeah, if you have any, if you have any memory of this or pictures or what, just if you recall it, <laughs> yes, contact us. Just, yeah, because we, we feel sentence. like we made it up. This like, is real, and like I have to prove it now because like again, we loved it just because we liked the Rescue Rangers. Yeah, I also like that magazine quite a bit. I, I post pictures of the covers all the time. All the time oh, because they're hilarious. Because yeah. it's like Pierce Brosnan posing with like Meg from like Hercules. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. It's great. Yeah, but like it existed. But uh, Chip and Dale and the Rescue Rangers outfits, they, they appeared in some other like shows and stuff. But also, those are the like, main thing. They do those events more and more where it's like the, they have they, they have like those, yeah, like rare characters. Disneyland, yeah, 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 and you know, Launchpad will come out and, and stuff. And usually they'll have or, uh, Chip and Dale in their Rescue Ranger outfits. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the other big impacts that Rescue Rangers had was actually in video games, specifically on the uh, NES. So Capcom made a bunch of Disney games in kind of the late '80s and early part of the 90s uh some like the like ducktales is a very famous one mm-hmm. and right behind ducktales is probably the rescue rangers game which came out in 1990 sold over 1.2 million copies which is a pretty good deal this game out. as far as i'm concerned invented a genre and that genre is co-op with your friends but what if you wanted to really kill each other <laughs> and wanted to fight in real life so me and chris were playing this a little bit ago i'll tell you what like when one of you, when one of you dies you come back in a balloon <laughs> like that's literally the solution yeah, this, that new super mario brothers had like yeah new super mario brothers 
aped a lot from this game. Right. But yeah, yeah, so it's a it's a basically just a 2D action side score. It's kind of Mario 2-esque in that you're picking things and up and throwing them along. In very straight, fast lines. Yeah, and but it's faster paced than Mario 2, right? Um, and it's two-player. But it's a lot of fun. I'll tell you what. Way easier to play by yourself. Oh, absolutely. I tried to play this with my kids. Like, I wasn't thinking. Uh, I, we, I, we struggled. I, I, I had the Disney Afternoon Collection. I was like, oh, man, like, they've been watching these shows. Chip and Ale, I played as a kid. Like, as soon as I started, I was like, I've made a huge mistake. Because, <laughs> you know, Sophia's, like, dying, and I'm hitting her in boxes by accident. Yeah. She's getting mad at me. I'm getting mad at her. And then I kick <laughs> her up, and she's yelling at me. And I was like, we, we need to play something else. <laughs> We're not ready for this. Go back in your bubble in Mario. Right? <laughs> but I actually played through this game uh, last night in preparation and uh, still and you beat it. that fat cat fight yeah. at the end man not too bad actually that's the uh, no, it's just one of those good NES fights where like the background's all black yeah. so it felt like a yeah well because it's just like a background layer is what you're right. really fighting right but it was man it's still fun it's still it's certainly one of the better license game ever and one of the better NES games again it's not quite as good as DuckTales but it's really good it's up there but like I didn't know for the longest time that there was a Rescue Rangers 2 for the NES yeah, I don't think I really knew this until the collection came out right oh it came out in the US in January 1994 now again the PlayStation came out in 1995 <laughs> so like yeah, this is a, play this? this is a really late NES game like yeah. it's it's crazy how, how long the NES still had games coming out for it but even at this point people were not buying many NES games like, right. this is just moved on this is a pretty rare card if you want to like buy this today with like no box or instruction manual that's even just the cartridge is going to cost like $50 or more now it's crazy right but uh, it's really good like I played through this one too it's, it's funny because like it is like man they kind of had the NES doing as much as it possibly could at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the graphics are pretty good. It's more cinematic, if that makes sense. Like there are cutscenes and, and stuff like that. <laughs> the music, the music in one is okay. Music in Rescue Rangers Two is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's some good stuff. Play through it now, maybe. These are both, yeah, super fun games. And you can actually play them relatively easy today, thanks to the Disney Afternoon Collection, which you alluded to. This is by Digital Eclipse. They've done a lot of compilations like these. Mm. It's available for uh, PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4. No Switch version. Which, which is, is a bummer. huge bummer. Come on. Come on. Yeah. But right? I mean, it was almost a miracle that this happened at all because yeah. the Disney licensing and, and all that stuff. But again, so this has Ra- Ra- Rangers 1 and 2. And again, Rangers 2 is a rare game. Mm. It has DuckTales 1 and 2. DuckTales 2, also pretty rare. Yeah. Darkwing Duck, which is like basically a Mega Man game. And then Tailspin, which is the weakest of them. It's basically just, it's a it's, it's like a shmup. A, it's a simple shmup. Yeah. It's still fun. But the collection's great. Now, now I'm a video game journalist from a main job. The best bit of swag I ever got when this was coming out, they sent me, like, an old, like, 90s, like, school backpack. That's pretty good. That was a Disney Afternoon backpack. And, again, I love the Disney. <laughs> if I actually had this back as a kid, I would have freaked out. And it came with, like, like, like a binder, like a trapper a trapper keeper. keeper. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, all these pins. Beautiful. Also, the, game, the main menu is like an 8-bit version of the Disney Afternoon right. and that they did for that album. And even each of the which, games have uh, like... Shout out to my buddy Zach, because I know he really likes that song. Oh, no, that's great. <laughs> well, yeah. Everybody's get, everybody's di- everybody's busy, getting a little dizzy, bringing you a Disney, Disney. After. 
But that's not it. Mm, sorry, I had to finish it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> there, was, there was one more game with Chip and Dale in the Rescue Rangers outfit. And this one is weird. There's the Walt Disney World Quest Magical Racing Tour. Rolls right off the tongue. For PlayStation, Dreamcast, uh, PC, and Game Boy Color. Now, the every version but the PC version came out in 2000, PC version 2001. And this is a kart racing game. It's a Mario Kart clone, mm-hmm. but with Disney World inspired levels and basically every character is original except for Chip and Dale and their Rescue Rangers outfits. You can launch any cricket but starting off with Yeah, it was very weird that like they made up all these characters for this game. Right. Why is it just Mickey and Goofy and Our stuff? Disney World characters. Did we have this? Did you guys play? We oh, had yeah. it on Dreamcast. Okay. We had it on Dreamcast and but yeah like for whatever reason Chip and Dale were in their Rescue Rangers outfits still. Even This is you know 2000. Again that show wasn't really been on the air for a while at this point. But this is a fun game uh it, it again like the levels it's like there's a test track level mm-hmm. there's there's a actually blizzard a blizzard beach. beach level we should have brought that up last time yeah. but like uh, i missed that one i'm sorry there's yeah. a dinosaur level it's like a funny snapshot of disney world in 2000 yeah and for in like cart racer form yes right like it, you do and it, and it was made not the gay boy color version but like this console version so it was made by crystal dynamics who like made but the modern tomb raider games and, and they're making, making avengers they're right making now the avengers like wow. a big triple studio and they made this it's not a bad game like it's you know it's not Mario Kart right but it's fun if you like Disney World it's like a notch below like Crash Team Racing there's some pretty fun speed runs of those Rescue Rangers uh, NES games the best one I saw was the person who beat Rescue Rangers 2 in a record time and he played the two player mode but by himself so there's a lot of like carrying the other one around and throwing speed runners man they're a different breed right now you know how there was the uh, DuckTales movie uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was pretty great. There was going to be a Rescue Rangers movie, too. Really? Yeah, but the DuckTales movie did not do really well. Uh, that's so, true. So that didn't true. happen. But there was still a life for Rescue Rangers kind of uh, after the show. Um, very recently, Rescue Rangers actually had a cameo in a Season 3 episode of the new DuckTales. Which is, like, turning into, like, the oh, Disney wow. Afternoon cinematic it, universe. It really so. is, and it's incredible. Yeah, no, you're right, because, like... Don Carnage from Tailspin's a recurring villain. There was gummy berry juice in one episode. Oh wow! And in, in this episode, it's it's almost kind of like like a like a lab rat funnier origin story for the Rescue Rangers, and it really is more of a cameo. Like, there's not a speaking part for them, but uh, it's pretty good. They're in the Ranger plane. Yeah. Also, it's called the episode's called Double O Duck, and you only crash twice. And we have, nice throwback to what almost was for Dark. Horse. Well, we even after even after that, there was an episode in the original Ducktales called Double O Duck, which was the same thing where Launchpad became like a secret agent. So they they recycled they recycled that idea there. A nice and then double again, dip. yeah, like a double triple dip. I don't know, something like that. Uh, there was also a comic book series starting that started in 2010 by Boom. Uh, they did a lot of Disney. Yeah, they did a, dark, a Darkwing Duck comic was pretty good. Yeah, they did a Ducktales one too. What was fun about those is they actually were like in the same continuity, but like years later. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty neat how they did that, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Disney actually announced a live-action Rescue Rangers movie in 2014. And, like, people, like, like it, they almost made it sound like it was going to be, like, those chip... Like I was going to say, is this on the heels of the chip, chip monster? I think that's chip what... Chip I think it was kind of, and that's well, the first one did great. Yeah, so, I, like, so it almost kind of sounded sound kind of bad, like, uh, maybe don't go that direction. In, in 2019, though, after not saying much, they announced that... Uh, Akiva uh, Schaefer was Hydra's director, and he's, he's from, uh, one of the Lonely Island guys. One of the Lonely Island guys. So I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> that seems funny. He knows what he's doing, right? So 
I mean, I, I, who knows that's going to happen? Like movies, the way they are right yeah, now, right? right? And if anything is going to get cut, I feel like right. But you figure with that and like the success of of DuckTales, I think Restaurant just has some kind of a future, right? It's it's going to be coming. I back. think so. I, I think if anything else, like you decide, okay, DuckTales run its course. What do we do next with this studio and this group? All right, let's move to Restaurant. Right. That seems like the next logical step, yeah, right? Unless yeah. you want to just go straight into Darkwing Duck. And Darkwing Duck's again a very big part of like right. Darkwing Duck's just a character in the new uh, DuckTales, so. You guys, well, that was so good. I saw that episode. We'll I, had, I had to cheat and skip ahead a little bit. Right. That, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so that's basically everything I had. So, I mean, what, like, how do you guys feel about Rescue Rangers? Well, to me, like, the quintessential Disney afternoon is that block that was DuckTales, Chippendales, Darkwing, and Tailspin. And all those shows, they shared that same kind of visual style and, and, and quality. So much of that was that because this was the early part of Disney TV animation, it was born out of the feature film division. And like that's what these guys knew. They didn't know how to make like a cheap like like show like 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 a lot of other things were at the time. So it had this this just quality of animation that you didn't get. And you could see, you know, some sequences like the Fat Cat musical number were a little more produced mm-hmm. than some other parts. There's a few little things like, you know, one part, um, Gadget's nose was missing its color. We talked about the voices getting mixed up. Like, things that are like, you know, oh, well, it's TV. Just get it out and get it done. Like, like But they're just, it's not like Hanna-Barbera, like, every character wears a tie so that they don't have to animate the lower parts of their body, right? Right, right. Like, there's Stuff a lot like of unique set. Like, every episode, they're going to a different place. Right, so like, like, all the backgrounds are incredible the music's all right. unique and very right. well like aside done. from their little treehouse they aren't reusing a lot of locations right so oh, yeah. just constantly drawing right. new backgrounds and, and like this happened in general that's what i liked so much about early on was you know a, a lot of cartoons were kind of almost like slice of life stuff like like doug or hey arnold or, or things like that. this was like every episode was like an adventure it wasn't just a comedy and obviously it was funny but it was like an adventure serial mm-hmm. in a way right and every episode was something you know different like one would be inspired by superheroes the other one was like a cola cult and just you know then there's robots and aliens you know it, it, everything was so different that it was so much fun every time and the show what it did a really good job was was, was playing with the perspective of these you know rodent sized characters mm-hmm. so it was like you know it had the kind of almost honey I shrunk the kids quality to it I guess where you know everyday objects are weapons of mass destruction basically right. in this show well, well even now they still retain their quality so the quality is so great that you watch it now yeah, and like it feels on like Disney a Plus show. like 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 how are they up it and crop it to widescreen like it looks very modern also yeah. like that that was like I remember even thinking back when I was a kid like, wouldn't it be great if I could just like watch whatever episode of Rescue Rangers whenever I want to yeah, and, like, cause that was like, like until Disney Plus that wasn't an option well, right? they, they didn't they release some season they boxes. did like some DVDs but like I I think like I don't know. Ago. Oh my gosh! I, I, was, you, I remember you got them because Ducktales like wasn't completed or something. And so Rescue Rangers might have been. I was on a date in college once. Oh, this is gonna Toledo, go well. and uh, she's like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "Well, <laughs> Rescue Rangers season one came out on DVD. Could you take me to Best Buy? Could you so take get me that? to Best Buy?" And she did. <laughs> so pretty good date. Did you watch it with her? I invited to. She didn't want to for some reason. I can't imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> 
Wow. Hey, this is the first time I've heard this story. I don't know about you. So I can pick up. You and I were out there. Season one. For us to take him. We were driving. On the way we were driving there, I'm not even joking. This is slightly less PG. She was playing that song about um, how they do it like they do in the Discovery Channel. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) ch-ch-ch-ch-chipping Yay! Oh, good lord, Michael. Good stuff. Oh, my. Ah. Oh, no. See, we learn new things about him every day. So what's right? Anyway, here's a good transition. Um, Not really, but... <laughs> there is no good transition. Is, is Rescue Rangers the best Disney afternoon show? I'm going to say second best. DuckTales is still my favorite. I, it's between DuckTales and Rescue Rangers for me. AJ likes Darkwing Duck I like Darkwing Duck a lot. I do like Darkwing Duck. I don't know. It's, it, it is hard for me because... It's, it's like... It's honestly... And you might think this great. It's like neck and neck with DuckTales for my number two. Yeah. It, it, I mean, DuckTales is DuckTales. Darkwing Duck is special for me just because I really like, I guess, like that show. But well, One thing I say about Rose Rangers is that, like, an issue with DuckTales is that Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they, they are basically the same in that original show. And that's one of the reasons why the new show is so Yeah, amazing. they're a little more individualized. Right. And so, But DuckTales, each character is so fun and interesting. Interesting and different, and you mean Chippendale? What did I say? Ducktales. Yeah, Chippendale. What about uh, Quack Attack? Yeah, Quack I'm so excited for Quack, Quack Attack. Attack. No, Quack Attack. Quack Pack. Quack, 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 Quack Attack, Attack was a game. Oh yes. yeah, that's right. Also for the Dreamcast. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, to be clear, like I said, th- this was. This show was my childhood. I came home from school every day. Yeah. And before you did anything, you would turn on the Disney Afternoon. And watch these shows. Don't worry about like homework. That's... Don't worry about. No, you did that at night after dinner. I never did homework. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did that. I did that in the morning. <laughs> yeah, before, before the she, she was literally go around to check it, and I'd be doing. It. Yeah, yeah, that old, uh, that old gag. School. Yeah, I mean, there was something like like it's funny. I think about my kids today. They'll never understand what it was like. Yeah, to have to rush home, get in the door, hi mom, head out, whatever. Turn the TV on now before I miss mm-hmm. Tailspin, you know? Yeah. That's just not a thing they're going to experience. That's just all so convenient. It's just right Whatever there. I want, here you it's go. It's just right there. Yep. Spoiled little brats they are. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll just understand, like, what a block of television means. I explained to my daughter tonight what an album is. Oh, Ooh. no. Yeah, it was like the songs in order. Well, no, because, like, she... I, I couldn't figure out what she was trying to do, a little story here. She kept wanting to tell Alexa to play the trailer to Trolls. And I was like, is there like a song from the trailer? And it would comply. Mm-hmm. And it just started playing the album. And that's when I realized, like, oh, she wants the album, like all the songs in order. So I had to say, like, okay, this is what a trailer is. This is what an album is. It's just a collection of songs in a specific order by an artist yeah. or group. Man. <laughs> like, Did she ask what vinyl is yet? No. But like, you, you <laughs> oh, you gotta bust out the Disney Afternoon cassette. Yeah, but like, you know, <laughs> explain to a child what an album is. How do you explain to them what a television block was? Yes. Like, <laughs> if you want to watch the show, it was on at this time. Just, like, just like, simulated someday. I know. Yeah. I mean, when I was their age, I was just watching a TV. Did they even know about channels? Vaguely, because like, if we go to someone else's house and they don't have an Apple TV, yeah. just turn on Disney Junior and well, play. YouTube TV, but I mean, even we barely use that mm. just for recording stuff huh? yeah it's basically it so access strange. to the Disney Now app and it was <laughs> yeah. for baseball but yeah they screwed us there <laughs> yeah but uh man that was fun yeah man Chip and Dale Restorated what, 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 so, what a thing it makes me again it's, it, it, even like you know like you said DuckTales at least like it had some roots in the comic book Right, that just had a lot to go off of. Right, this was just like, let's take these two relatively obscure characters from the 50s. 
They kind of mash him in this thing from like an old from yeah, like like a movie we had like fifteen years ago, and just see what happens. Uh, That works. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I I really enjoyed that, man. I I think I might keep watching a little bit of Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus now. I'll listen to the album on my way home. There There you go. go. Yeah. All right. So, man, I I forgot to ask before. Is what's next? I don't know. We didn't figure that out. Yeah, we didn't. Technically, you're up, and I had an idea too. It depends if some people are willing to do an interview. Uh, well, so well, if you can land those interviews. So, so, so be, to TBD. Be okay. TBD. We'll, we'll figure out something cool. Yeah, but we'll, and we'll do some kind of a hat episode at some point. You know, it's just maybe talking a little bit um, less formally about some other Disney Afternoon shows. I don't know. Yeah, like, like, do we do an episode of Disney Afternoon or do we just do that? It's hard to say. I mean, I, like, you know. Because I feel like we get enough out of each individual show. We, we, we get some Nick in the Afternoon. Dark, like Darkwing, Duck is, Darkwing Duck is obviously a whole show. Yes. It's Goof Troop. I don't know. No. <laughs> if I could get Bill Farmer on the show like I dream of doing, then yes, Goof Troop becomes its own episode. <laughs> yeah. But no. I, well, I, I have this dream of like a goofy through the 90s episode that culminates yeah. in an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> no. So I found this out as I work on like freelance projects and some personal projects. My focus, let's get work done album is a goofy movie. Well, good. I don't know why. Interesting. It's that, it's that road trip song. Even like the score. The score is oh, very good score, in that film. Huh? It's very good. I didn't know you were a freak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, you gotta go to Best Buy after this? <laughs> hey, that's, that's good quality con- Like I said, man, the idea at that time, I just watch all the Chip No Rescue shows. <laughs> Isn't that great? Like the idea of the season box set. Oh, I know all the Star Trek. The, the, next like generation, the next generation. Oh, they were like 120. The next Seriously? generation. That's why I never got into anime. It was too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Asgard, take us out of here. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to 90s Disney. Please go to 90sDisney.com. Uh, from there, you'll find links to subscribe to the show and the podcast app of your choice. Uh, as long as finding all of our old episodes, like our uh, most recent interview with Marshall Monroe, a former Imagineer who, among other things, worked on Blizzard Beach and helped create Blizzard Beach. Uh, that guy is fascinating. So I urge you, if you haven't heard that episode yet, go back and listen to it mm. because he was dropping bombs, like stuff I never knew was a thing. It was it was really, really cool. And I thank him once again for that. Um, follow us on our social medias, Twitter, Facebook. We are having a great time on Twitter. Yeah. We have a, we have, we have a great community growing on our on our Twitter Getting page. Getting close to 1,000. Yes. Think we, we have a contest idea brewing at too. We'll yeah, I might, I, might, I might try to swing something here for a little, yeah, little Twitter really contest. I'm really excited. I think uh, maybe in a couple months we can get to 1,000. We'll see. Yeah, and uh, you know, join in because we're, we're, we're having... I'm trying to get William Shatner to sing the Chippendale Rescuing theme song, so if you guys want to join in with me on that and bombard William Shatner with requests <laughs> to sing the theme... William Shatner has weird priorities on Twitter. I wouldn't want your breath. <laughs> but also, like, what's he doing right now? Come on, Shat. I tell you what he's doing. He's arguing with people on Twitter. Well, he can take a break and say sometimes some crimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's it's already written his way of speaking. Sometimes some crime kills. Something through the cracks. I still need somebody (laughs) the horn to play those notes, though. You just like, (laughs) because And hey, like I said, we're kind of open-ish for next month episode. So if you have an idea for an episode that you want to explore about Disney in the 90s, please email us. 90s Disney Podcast at gmail.com. I swear, I check it all the time. The only emails I get now are from some weird podcast directory that you sign us up 
for. I did sign us up and for they that. They bombard me with Good. emails. Good. I don't know what it's doing for us, but I get like three emails a day from this. Yeah, thing. You're busy. Yeah. <laughs> Swipe right. Archive. Archive. Because I can't delete anything because I'm that mm. guy. It's archive. Archive. Just, just in case. All right. Chris is somehow still awake, so we're going to get out of here, everybody. Do you need more soup? No. I made some soup. Chris was not excited to try it. I don't want yeah, soup at midnight. up on the couch at midnight and like, eat this soup. I spent 12 hours boiling this stock I don't care. I don't want soup at midnight. Hey, goes the soup. It was pretty good That's soup. Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll Bye. see you next we'll time right you. here at 90s Disney. Take care. Mm-hmm.